You are listening to No PC Allowed, a.k.a. No Political Correctness Allowed. And I am Mac Iverson. Minimum wage, maximum stupidity. This is the dumbest idea imaginable, and anyone with a triple-digit IQ should know it. But bleeding heart politicians love condescending to the poor. Never-ending increases in the minimum wage intersects perfectly with artificial intelligence, AI, stealing jobs and opportunities away from your kids and grandkids. This has George Soros' dirty little mitts all over it. Isn't it funny how none of the power brokers in the AI industry want to openly and honestly debate the pros and cons of AI? They don't even want to sell it to us with a slick sales pitch. Just, this is the future, and here it is. Take it or leave it. But if it's forced upon us, we won't be able to leave it. That lying jackal, George Soros, claims to want an open society. No. In reality, he wants the opposite. A closed a-hole society where he and others like him, his son and other family members, can run roughshod over everyone else, especially the poor. And his obsession with endlessly increasing the minimum wage proves it. It is the precursor to reparations for the poor, the millions who won't be able to find any work because of AI and the minimum wage. They will need to be stuck in welfare payouts for the rest of their lives. No wonder so many people don't want to have kids anymore. For too many, it can easily turn into hell on earth. That's a mistaken notion, but too many people these days obviously see it that way. All of the rationalizations for endless minimum wage increases sounds very funny to me because it's so obviously dishonest. Number one, they claim it is to keep pace with increases in costs of living. But recent massive government spending and increases in money supply fuels inflation and increases in costs of living. And number two, they claim it will lift millions out of poverty. This one especially makes me chuckle because it's so stupid sounding. The mere possibility of a technicality of pushing some people barely above the poverty level due to an increase of the minimum wage is a silly, trivial benefit when compared to all the obvious drawbacks of an increase for everybody else who is supposed to benefit. The Congressional Budget Office, CBO, claims that 1.3 million people magically climb more or less permanently out of poverty just because of a significant increase. But the fallacy of the CBO is contained in its very name. The CBO is a reflection of our turncoat and traitorous Congress. The same Congress that has allowed and continues to allow some 10,000 illegal aliens to cross into America per day. Proponents claim that this pay increase auto-magically removes many millions of families out of the need for federal and state welfare-type programs. This may make sense to all the low-information, low-intelligence voters, mostly in the demon-cat Democrat Party, but a coercive tax upon businesses always negatively affects the hard-working, industrious, private sector, middle class the most. Not the Democrat-controlled unions or the government union sectors of the economy, 
but those entrepreneurial-minded job creators known as small businesses. It hurts them most because they are not the crony socialist giant corporations who do benefit greatly from the minimum wage increases because it helps stomp out their much smaller competitors. The very small competitors, especially those employing only one to 500 employees, the ones who can never compete with a Walmart or a Target or a McDonald's because the playing field is so uneven. Even former California governor, ultra-left-wing Jerry Brown, knew this. He admitted it, but still supported increase. Why? Because that's the way business is done with the deep state. Keep their jack boots clamped firmly down on the throats of the poor. As long as Americans continue to act like morons, the corruption will never, never, ever end. That, dear listener, is a mathematical certainty. Americans must wake up in order to create a conservative renaissance. Sleepyheads make poor warriors. So these so-called pros of a pay increase are actually cons. More obvious cons. Businesses have to increase prices, thus fueling inflation. We are now experiencing hyperinflation across many sectors as a result. Minimum wages have in turn increased operating expenses across the board, hurting millions of Americans, especially the ones who supposedly benefit from the pay increase. So they take one step forward and two steps back because, let's face it, even $15 an hour or more isn't much, even though that is enough to cripple and destroy a small business competitor forever. So the real winners are the crony socialist corporations who keep all the small players from competing. Also, the bleeding heart, lying sack of garbage politicians win because they keep all of their big corporate donors happy. The minimum wage class gets conned into thinking they're getting a good deal, and so the majority of these simpletons stay loyal to the demon cat Democrat Party while they stay stuck in generous pain but menial jobs, possibly for the rest of their lives. But at least they'll gratefully vote against those free evil enterprise Republicans for the rest of their lives too, which is one of the unstated major goals of the increase in minimum wage. Another big con of this con job minimum wage increase is job losses. Fewer jobs and inferior customer service is a logical result. Labor is a major cost of doing business and expensive employees must be cut to maintain profitability. Empirical evidence shows that minimum wage increases leads to price increases in goods and services produced with lower and lower skilled labor, leading to lower quality. Millions of jobs are now being lost and millions more will be lost to lower wage countries due to AI advancements. The U.S. job market becomes tighter because companies can't afford to make expensive mistakes with more casual hiring practices. So, a larger number of overqualified workers get hired at the expense of the ones the minimum wage was ostensibly supposed to benefit the young and inexperienced. This minimum wage idea is being further bastardized and degraded into a Ponzi scheme for the wealthy and privileged at the expense of the young and the poor. Again, the exact opposite effect that it claims. 
but most Americans foolishly don't see any of it. The overwhelming majority view it as a good thing. Not only is an increase an obviously glaringly bad thing, but the very idea of a minimum wage, any minimum wage, even $1 per hour, has been absolutely devastating to young Americans. But we've become used to it. Gone are the days of the Horatio Alger young hero, ready to tear at the world by boldly charging into an office and saying, I will work for nothing and start at the bottom for a month. Just give me a chance to prove my moxie and my mettle. That kind of American free enterprise economy would be booming if only we allowed it. The creme de la creme would rise to the top, but alas, the lawyers and the prissy, sissified, fairness Nazis have taken over America, at least for the time being. The federal minimum wage was implemented in 1938 under the very dishonest and Orwellian-sounding Fair Labor Standards Act. It started at 25 cents per hour and has since increased some 23 times. Proponents of the increased minimum wage argue that when adjusted for inflation, minimum wage has decreased significantly over the decades. But government interference such as minimum wage mandates are largely responsible for inflation. The government caused the inflation, and now government wants to fix the Frankenstein that it created. In what universe does this make any sense at all? Americans lack gusto because lawyers have sucked the aggressive instincts out of the poor and middle-class young American males in particular. A sad, depressed, politically correct passivity stands like stale, stinking swamp water in the place of a rock-solid and ingenious work ethic. Success is now reserved for all the entitled trust fund, spoiled snot-noses who grew up to be arrogant, free-enterprise-hating a-holes like Bill Hates the Truth Gates, Jeff Suckabuck, Weird Beard, and Jeff Bozos, etc., etc., ad nauseum. When the minimum wage was put in practice in 1938, inflation really took off in the 40s, and jobs became scarce because small businesses, which almost by definition were struggling, were also struggling to hire, and so more and more males, especially, were left on the streets to fend for themselves, when they should have been working. Back then, there was a 9.4% black unemployment rate and 10.4% for whites. Today's actual real unemployment rates are even higher, partly because of recent increases in minimum wages. Unions love raises in the minimum wage, not because they're compassionate, but because the more inexperienced workers earn, the more likely more experienced union workers are to actually get more work. The higher the minimum wage goes, the more likely they are to be displaced by the union workers, thus benefiting union leadership above all else. The majority of minimum wage earners are part-time. This trend is growing. Businesses are increasingly finding AI to substitute for sassy and irresponsible teen workers. Another one of the main goals of minimum wage, an increase in automation. An increase in minimum wage corresponds with advancements in artificial intelligence. The AI industry 
greatly advances when it is pressured through damaging laws such as this to expand its business model. The AI industry supports fewer workers, of course. They stand to make billions, even trillions in the coming years if Americans don't wake up and stand against this blatant profit and power grab to wreck the character and dignity-building nature of entry-level, low-paying opportunities for all young people. Minimum wage depresses income of those earning slightly more than minimum wage. $20 per hour workers lose out to $16 per hour workers. Recent studies show that this makes young workers remain less skilled well into their late 20s. Fewer skills because of the motivation to stay stuck in lower paying and safer, but unchallenging jobs with no futures. Most people agree that a worker should be paid what they are worth to their employer. By contrast, minimum wage is a very anti-capitalist notion. Hiring someone for a wage that they cannot achieve in the real world without government coercion spells possible doom for their future well-being. It makes them soft and uncompetitive. It's a handout not from government, but from the struggling business, and especially a struggling small business. It's designed to cripple both the employee and the business. That's radically unfair and tyrannical. But Americans are so brainwashed on this pansy notion of so-called, quote, helping, unquote, the young and inexperienced to the point of suffocating their initiative and drowning their drive. Minimum wage has socialist, communist, class envy written all over it. The Davos billionaire set does not want any future competitors rising up from the ranks of the working class to ever challenge the thrones of their children's children's children. These power brokers want even more power, so they must create unemployed and unemployable losers whose only real skill is sitting on their butts munching on chicken McNuggets at McDonald's and counting the weeks, months, and years as they quickly tick away. The Davos demons and Chinese communist fascists want consumers of their damning, not goods, but bads and services, be it a COVID booster shot or a porn flick or home delivery of pot or whatever crooked concept they can cook up for average Americans to keep them feeling broken, lost, and defeated. And this all benefits the Davos demons. Always, always, it's all for their benefit. Never yours or the average American citizen. The worst part of all this, again, It is hurting the growing and struggling American small business. Collectively, they are the largest employers in America. Minimum wage is a special crippling and potential lethal tax against them while greatly benefiting bigger corporate entities, and so it's especially pernicious, even evil. It's outrageously unfair, especially to the little guy, the forgotten man, both employee and employer. A minimum wage job should never be the end game. It is a transitional occupational wage only. It essentially becomes a private business issuing a welfare check for the lazy. For the United States of America, this is dead wrong. But a minimum sense of morals will bring down our warped sense of entitlement, which is at the very base of all human corruption. The obvious upshot of all this, 
The higher the minimum wage creeps, so creeps the employer's notion to not hire at all, but simply make do and to rely on advancements and automation. Self-driving cars are important to destroying those millions of blue-collar driving jobs. It's the one-two punch of minimum wage increases and driverless cars to create more pathetic victims on purpose so that they abandon the Republican Party and join the demon cat Democrats for permanent unemployment compensations and benefits, lifetime welfare for the poorest and least educated of American citizens. You see, of course, the deep state has already wargamed all of this. Don't think for a moment that these dangerous intersectionalities are of mere coincidence. The vast majority of honest economists know that minimum wage laws in general increase unemployment rates for young inexperienced workers. This is the last thing that America and the world needs. In all of economics... Artificially high prices create surpluses, whether with produce, manufactured goods, or anything else. The same is true for our fake minimum wage laws. It creates a surplus of unneeded human capital or potential employees who have no jobs. This is extreme common sense. This is also basic common sense. Everyone needs to know it. The minimum wage overall destroys human potential. It increases poverty, it hurts our economy, it hurts America, and we must stop it. Minimum wage dehumanizes because small important jobs that adds flavor to the human experience go AWOL. No longer is there the person to show you to your seat in a darkened theater, because that job doesn't lead to productivity, even though it enhances the experience of the consumer, making the consumer happier, and therefore making the average American happier. Also, corporations can afford to pay slightly higher minimum wages, stifling those interested in working for smaller operations that can't afford it. For small businesses, federal withholding goes way up and also workers' compensation insurance increases as well. This means higher prices for consumers to especially these smaller businesses, which means less job security, which means fewer workers interested in working for these struggling businesses. All of these intentional and planned intersectionalities means that minimum wage laws hurt small business especially, and many won't survive because of it. Here's an interesting development. Democrats and Republicans are flipping sides in many ways. Conservatives today are far more interested in the welfare of the poor. The Democrats, other than the standard and predictable lip service from these so-called progressives, regressives in reality, now... The demon cat Democrats especially want endless war in Ukraine, support systemic child abuse through gender confusion and genital mutilation, and with counterproductive forced increases in wages, all of this converging to make sure the poor can never pull themselves up by their own bootstraps. It seems so obvious that today the left detests the poor, and will do anything policy-wise to keep them down and out forever. Forever. Action steps, only two. Number one, this is a recurring theme for me. Don't watch or read or listen to any of the network news or drive-by media. It's 90% lies and 10% truth. 
Like Satan, they mix truth with lies to deceive. You will actually lose IQ points listening to them. Number two, simply personally demand open town hall public debates on the pros and cons of advancements in AI and the minimum wage. Who benefits and who does it displace? The power brokers will try to overpower and manipulate this entire forum process. So it's important that these forums have extreme transparency so that average folks have the most exposure and opportunity to express themselves without being censored. We must push to the maximum all of those ideas that empower the average American. You've been listening to No PC Allowed. I am Mac Iverson. We will meet again next week and every week.